growing what are you intentionally doing what are some things on your mind that you have been using as reminders or what have you been reminding yourself of lately me well I've been reminding myself that each day may not be a good day but there's always something good in each day so I have been intentionally asking myself, what's good, sis? Lately, my spirit has been good, and I am thankful. I definitely think it's something to do with this spring weather that is helping. You know, more sun, more daylight is also helping me to spring forward in hope and inspiration and stretching in every sense of the word. Um, physically and figuratively and literally, you know, so that I can grow intentionally. What are you springing towards? May I ask? One thing I need to say is, Lord, I thank you for keeping me and helping me to stay anchor within, you know, even when I don't feel like it. And I hope I'm not talking to myself, but if I am, oh, well. Because I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I be struggling to read my Bible all the time (laughs) or listen to a sermon or worship music or reading a devotional. And sometimes I miss a a couple days, if I'm honest, y'all. But thank God he doesn't hold it against us. He doesn't hold it against me. Like for real. Lord, thank you for not holding it against me. Seriously. Because way too often, us humans, me included, be having the audacity to hold grudges and hold things against others, but then ask God not to hold our dealings and shortcomings and our bad decisions or lack of effort and commitment or promises against us. But we don't reciprocate that same standard, that same want. Let me be the first to ask for forgiveness, Father, please, because I know I have had, I have held some grudges, y'all. Like, <laughs> I be thinking I'm in my very right to do so because they're the one who did me wrong. And listen, I will rationalize my rightfulness just to hold on to the grudges. But that ain't right. And it ain't of God. So I'm telling you, like I've been telling myself, get over it, release it, grow up, grow in Christ. Allow yourself to mature because it ain't right no matter who wrong who. Rise above and trust what goes around comes around. 
and they will get exactly what they deserve. We all do. So that was my little appetizer for (laughs) y'all. You know, just a little something to get your tongue wet and prepare you for the entree. In case you didn't know, I'm a whole meal. So make room for me because I deliver every time. Okay. (laughs) Now, for this series, we are diving into all things women. Black love, you know. And my final guest is truly special. Like I'm honored, I'm blessed, and I am grateful to have the opportunity to share my platform with this amazing woman that God handmade. Like I thank God for this woman, this example of greatness in the flesh. She is my mama, y'all. I know. I'm one of six, but she is still my mama. And I'm sure we all feel like that. (laughs) And in the words of Drizzy, we all grateful for her, but no one more than me. And that's coming from my perspective and my relationship. So I'm telling my siblings now, don't get in your feelings. Get on your platform and let her know yourself. And yes, I said platforms because we all should have them. Okay, get with it. I am proud to call her my mom. Y'all, she is an exceptional woman. And let me tell y'all something. It takes a very special daughter to deal with her. (laughs) Psych no. It definitely takes a special mother to mother me and the rest of my siblings and our friends and our cousins and everyone else who gleans from her. Know that you're blessed to know her and encounter her. She's a whole blessing. Like she is the Proverbs 31 woman in the flesh. The woman I pray and hope to be like, okay? You know, as we get older, our parents get older too. As much as they don't want to acknowledge it or maybe we don't want to see it because, you know, black don't crack, thank God. But it's true. Sometimes it can be a little scary because with age comes a lot of other things. And I'm blessed to not only call her my own, but to still have her in my life, in the flesh, and being home, spending time, and learning from her. I'm thankful and blessed, y'all. I'm proud to say, yes, that's my mom, okay? You know, it's only a couple people that that can come, no matter where you're at, and hop on that nerve. And you know, don't nobody hop on your nerves like your mamas. But even when she hop on my nerves, y'all, that's still my mama. I'm so proud to say that's my mama. You know, good people, when it comes to mamas, you'll be ready to cuss and hurt somebody for real over your mama now. Because real mamas, they are the mother mm, truth. I ain't going to cuss because my mama on here, she'll still suck the taste in my mouth. But, <laughs> you know, you feel me? There's a little Kurt Franklin in every parent now. Let's not, let's not forget. <laughs> like, real mamas are built different. Real mamas love you through your mess. And let me tell y'all, I've been messy. They will stand with you even when you disappoint them. They're going to tell you what you need to hear. They're going to help you. And sometimes they got to speak a language again, a language like Kirk did, but it's still all in love and in Jesus' name, okay? (laughs) And we ain't talking about no verbal abuse, y'all. There's a difference. But for real, real mamas are your biggest supporters. Even when you suck at something, they're 
always there pushing and cheering you on. So mom, I want to say thank you for being my mom. Thank you for having my back. Thank you for pushing me even when I didn't want to be pushed. Thank you for seeing me and seeing more in me than I could. Thank you for wanting more for me than sometimes I wanted for myself. You know, thank you for bringing me into this world and allowing God to help you shape me. Thank you for being my bestest friend when others have turned their backs on me. Thank you for modeling what an exceptional woman and mother is. And thank you for getting up early, even when you didn't feel like it. Thank you for your great expectations that you have for all of us. And thank you for praying over me and for me. I thank you truly. You know, I told myself I was going, wasn't going to cry because I believe this is what took me so long to sit with you and interview you because I didn't want to be a crybaby, you know, but it's okay to cry, especially tears of thankfulness and gratitude. So thank you, mom. I love you. And if I had a thousand tones, I couldn't say thank you enough. And I love you. So instead of giving you flowers, because, you know, that's not really your thing thing, your next full course meal is on me. And good thing you had it tonight. (laughs) So good people, I would like to introduce you to my very first home, my mama. Welcome, mommy. Welcome to Good Food, Good People podcast. It is an honor to have you as a guest. But remember, before you even begin, you are a guest on my platform. So act accordingly. Don't be trying to take over now because I will mute you. Okay, y'all, like I said before, my mom wear many hats or should we say like wigs because I got me a couple wigs and, you know, women wigs, men hats. You got me. My mom is a mother of six, grandmother of eight, a daughter, sister, super aunt. And I believe I get my super auntie skills from her friend, minister, a chef. And y'all, she throws all the way down. No lie. Ask about it. Ask my friends. She be cooking, cooking. And so many other things, but she is a woman, okay? A phenomenal woman. You know, you got to say with a little mm, woman, okay? So, Mom, how are you? I'm blessed. You're blessed. I'm blessed by the best. Okay. And truly, I just want to thank God for this opportunity that you know your mama did (laughs) not want to do. Yes, I know. But I want to say hello to everyone that's listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I want to say thank you, Lord, for the daughter that you have given me and for all the accolades that she is now uh, accepting. Okay, so that's going into my very first question. What are you thankful for? Hmm. There's so much I can be thankful for, but one thing I am thankful for, and I'm just thankful that uh, the Lord has blessed me. He has blessed me to wake up every morning uh, with my health and strength. And he has blessed me with such a, a unique family. 
uh, such a unique, supportive family. Uh, with my six children, I'm blessed. I'm blessed by the best. And I don't need to worry about the rest. Mm, okay, I like that. I like that. What do you look forward to? Hmm. What do I look forward to? Good question. That's a good question. Uh, but really what I do look forward for every morning mm-hmm. when I get up, I just thank the Lord for allowing me to wake up. But most of all, I look forward for laying in my bed and waiting on my husband to bring me a cup of coffee before I start my day. Okay. Y'all, she will drink coffee all day. She needs limits, okay? <laughs> what makes you happy, Mom? Hmm. Uh, my family. Mm-hmm. My family truly makes me happy. Um, having young adults is is uh, it's a blessing. It hasn't always been easy, but I thank God for having them. And what really what really makes me happy is when uh, the light bulb in them comes on. And they realized something that I had said, and it's like, wow, oh, that gives me such joy. I, I, I laugh, I laugh until it hurts because I'm saying to myself, oh, I've been saying that all along. You're just getting there, but each of us arrive at our own time. Okay, and I mean, what you mean? We are the most easiest people you can deal with. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, help me. Help me. Oh, when's the last time you surprised yourself, Mom? Not purchasing something, but something that you did. I'm surprising myself now. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, by having the patience to let you interview me and try to probe. Into the issues of my heart. Well, you know, it's what you do to us. So it's, you're just receiving what you give. You know, it's happening organically. What and who influenced the woman that you are today? Mm. Who did you model and learn from? Wow. Hmm. The first woman I must say is my mom. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had such a village of women. Uh, when I think back, I had my aunts, uh, uh, the church mothers, uh, my in-laws. Uh, I had some powerful women that influenced my life. Um, I had aunts who could not read or write, but these women was phenomenal. They had vision. They had dreams. Um, They not only told you what to do, they showed you what to do. Uh, I had so much influence in my life that uh, when I look back, I think about the person I am. And it's because of them, because of my mother-in-law, who was a great woman, uh, my husband's aunt, who was my role model. Uh, I have an aunt now who's 95, uh, who's still influencing my life. 
the women of old, but also I have now a newer generation. I have you all, my daughters. I have your friends that you share with me. Um, You women um, influence me now in a whole new different way with your vision, with your dreams, uh, with your courage, you know. It took a lot for us to have courage back then, but uh, when I look at you all, I, I said in all, I said, well, these are some phenomenal women. So those are the people that has um, influenced me, that God has blessed to be a part of my life. Hmm. The ability to still be able to learn from people, not necessarily always older than you, but also younger as well, to to remain open to receive that. That's good. Okay, Mom, these next couple questions is for the woman you are. And don't worry, we're going to get into what it means to be a mother and a wife. So school is in session, y'all. We are here to learn. At least I am. I need it. On the road to 30. I'm feeling a lot of things and I'm also trying not to feel it too much, but rather remain present and knowing that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And I hope y'all know that too. So don't beat yourself up. So mom, as a woman, how do you build yourself up? You know, tell me what we need to know. What's the tools when you're feeling low? What and how should we build? Mm. Well, the first pro- uh, process in building yourself and building myself is um, encouraging myself, speaking positive to me, standing on the word of God. You know, when I encourage myself, I, I'll say uh, little remarks like it's the sheer goodness of the Lord in me that amazes me. So I compliment myself. You know, that's how I build myself up um, by the word of God. You know, and I say things like when the Lord made me, he made me wonderful. And just saying those things to me, it just inspires me and encourages me. I began to get uh, an extra strength, you know, knowing that uh, what God has done in me, no one else can do that. And believing in myself, because if I don't believe in myself, no one else is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you care for yourself? What's your self-care regimen? And let me tell y'all something. My mom be like, you know what you say? I need self-care. So how do you give yourself care? How do you care for yourself? Well, I've learned and I'm still learning Mm -hmm. to set boundaries and to stop allowing others to rob me of my energy and my time. Uh, one of the things that I do, and my daughter always says, oh, self-care therapy. Well, my therapy is the Lord. You know, getting up, you know, getting in his presence, studying his word, you know, not just uh, hearing him, but listening to what he says. That's my therapy. That's my self-care. Standing on his word, knowing that uh, the Lord is able to fix whatever I need. That's how I self-care myself. Um, There's no other way for me but to uh, know that um, the Lord is in me, uh, 
and he's working through me. He's doing the things in me that I need. When you say getting with God and listening to him, how have you developed that relationship with and trusting that I'm hearing from God. I am listening because so often we talk to God, but we don't listen. And sometimes that comes from a lack of believing and trusting that we hear from him or, or being nervous. The fact that we may, we may hear something that we don't want to hear. Well, the first thing you need to do is, uh, do you have a Bible? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the first thing. Is uh, uh, getting into God's word because the word will speak. Uh, reading and studying His word, and then waiting on that word, meditating on that word, uh, committing that word to heart. If you only know one scripture, the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. Stand on that word. Believe that word. And when that word comes back to speak to you you'll realize that I've heard from God. Hmm. How do you show yourself love? (laughs) Ah, These are some good questions, daughter. Thank you. They're they're very good questions, you know. Uh, Some of them, you know, you don't think about. How do you show yourself love? There's something you just do. But uh, for me, showing myself love is making time for myself. I have to make time for myself. But no matter how I show myself love, there's one key that I must do. I must learn to forgive myself. Mm. And the only way to do that is to ask the Lord to help me to forgive myself. I can say I love myself, I can beautify myself, but the inward me have to love me. Okay. And is that a daily practice? Yes. Yes. It's, it's daily. Okay. Let me tell you all something. My mom is such a great help. Like she will help you with all that she got and resources because she really desires to see you. She really desires you to be good and to do good. I remember my mom took my little sister to take her driving test and they saw this young black boy struggling to park. Well, being the great helper that she is, of course, she went over to that young man and his grandmother and helped them, taught them how to park. And that day, that young man learned how to properly park so that he could pass his test. I told y'all she's a whole blessing. So, mom, being such a great helper to others, how do you help yourself greatly? By learning to trust the people God has given me. You know, by learning to appreciate you all. I didn't always appreciate you all. I didn't always trust you, but... Do you trust us? uh, (laughs) Yes, that's quietly kept. Yes. Hmm. Y'all hear that? Caress and Keita Gig. Y'all hear that? She said she trusts us. (laughs) Okay. Okay. How do you rest? 
And please don't tell me you rest my movement because I'm giving you the side eye. <laughs> um, my rest comes when I'm um, meditating in the Lord and soaking before him and listening to worship music. Um, it calms my spirit. It calms my mind. Um, it heals my emotion. And it helps gives me clarity um, in things that I need to do and decisions that I need to make. And the only way I can rest is is through the Lord and with his help. Okay. I want to know how do you balance in general, but also how do you balance your health? You know, sometimes we help others so quickly and easily because it's always easier helping others than helping yourself first. So how do you balance that? Hmm. The way I balance my health is knowing is knowing that I have a support team. I have children. Balance to me is knowing that I can entrust a task to each and every one of my children and knowing that they're going to do it. So it helps me to balance um, what I need to do. Uh, I take a portion and give to each one of you all and say, you know, I need you to do this because I know your strength and your weakness. And in giving you those tasks, it helps me to balance. And it keeps me kind of on the right track. Okay. How do you remember who you are? How do I remember who I am? Um... By allowing the word of God to uh, resonate in me, it not only reminds me of who I am, but it also keeps me balanced. Um, God keeps me uh, stable. He keeps me focused. Um, He'll allow me to know my strength and my weakness and when it's time to come aside. Okay. How did you come to love the woman that you were, that you are, and still becoming? How did I? Because you know, you, you, my mom, y'all, she'll look in the mirror. We have mirrors all around the house. And she always says, you got to face the man in the mirror, like Michael Jackson says. And she'll say, I can get high off myself. So how do you get a high off yourself and remember who you are? Like you, like you answered the question, but who you are, who you are still yet to become as well. As you said, I, I do look in the mirror at myself, but one thing uh, I remind myself of that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, that I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I encourage myself through the word. Mm. Okay. I know so many of us struggle with like low self-esteem and the fleeting confidence and 
basically what I'm hearing is we have to anchor ourselves in God. We have to stay connected in order to really relish and understand whose we are, who we are, and who we are still yet becoming. Is that, am amen. I hearing right? Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. What does it mean to do something well? Like, what does wellness look like when you personally do something well? What do you feel? To do something well to me is, hmm, I just need you to show up. Just show up and make yourself available. Uh, I might can't um, preach like Paul, but I uh, can serve well. I can bring you a glass of water. Or uh, I can fix your mind. To do something well is just to show up. Be present. Showing up. So many of us don't show up. We don't show up for ourselves because we allow the past defeats to keep us down. And then it just, we get stuck in showing up. Up. Okay. Now, to speak to the God fearing woman within you. Y'all ever saw them TikTok videos of the faithful moms waking up at 3 a.m., praying over you with some annoying holy oil while you sleep? <laughs> Y'all, that's my mom, okay? She's a prayer warrior. Praying without ceasing. I used to know someone who used to ask my mom to pray over his cars because every time she did, he wouldn't have any problems with his car if you don't know i'm here to tell you prayer works okay get with it like i for sure know that god hears my mama's prayers before mine and i know he hear all of our prayers but he definitely hear my mom (laughs) okay because she is connected she is she's connected to the plug the source everything like she said like she's anchored okay so mom How do you allow yourself to please God? There's only one way really to please God. It's to come to him. Mm -hmm. Through prayer. Through reading his word. And not only just reading his word, to trust his word. Um, When you come to the Lord and you want to please him, All you have to do is come to him and say, God, just forgive me of all all of my sins. And that's all you have to do is just just believe that the Lord has heard you. It doesn't take much to believe God. Hmm. How do you stand with God? By standing on his word, trusting him, believing in him, knowing that he's able to keep me. How do you build that trust or allow yourself to trust? As I must reiterate, uh, by studying his word, by reading, by worshiping him, um, by getting with, you know, like-minded people. You know, they say iron sharpen iron. 
You know, how can light and darkness dwell together? You know, you need to get with someone who can encourage you uh, in the Lord, who you have accountability partner saying, no, sis, no, bro. Uh, let's, let's seek the Lord. Let's ask God first, you know, someone that you can talk to, that you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. That you're not afraid of letting them see you. Mm. Y'all, she was a little afraid of letting me see her tonight. That's what took her so long to interview, okay? She wasn't ready to be hot, open, and transparent, but we see you, okay? We have no choice but to see you, and we need to see you. What What did God say? Um, what good is a, a, a lamp if you pit it underneath? Is it something like that, right? Yeah. I ain't committed to memorize, you know, to memorization, but I know it. So you got to let your light shine as well, mother. How have you, uh, how have you dealt with shame? You know, when shame tries to stick its unwanting self on you. Hmm. How do you deal with shame? To me, shame is the sister, brother of honor. The word of God speaks of it in Proverbs 15 and 33. He says, um, before humility comes, humility must come first before honor. Shame is something that you're going to have all through life. There's, no, there's, just, there's just no escaping shame. Um, Shame, you you can bring shame upon yourself or even the people that you're around can cause shame. I'll give you an example of of shame. Something simple. Uh, Say your credit score. Mm -hmm. You go to make a purchase and the, uh, the item that you're purchasing, they pull your credit score and they say, hmm, unfortunately we cannot, uh, give you this, you can't purchase that because your credit scores is too low. The shame of it is because for some reason uh, you might have got in a, in a bind and you couldn't pay your bills on time and it got your bills got late. So that's a part of shame. That's something you have to work on with shame. The one thing about shame is that uh, we're going to have it, but we have to learn not to cause shame on ourselves or others. So how do we overcome it? Uh, by forgiving. So it goes right back to... You have to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to forgive yourself for the things that you could have did and you didn't do the things that you know to do and you didn't do. I mean, you can't constantly beat yourself up because of it. Um, We all want to make wrong choices in life. You know, we we do it. We do it in the name of love. We do it in the name of peace. We do it in the name of being compromising with other people. Mm -hmm. But the key to it is that you have to forgive yourself. And sometimes it's hard to forgive yourself. So you have to allow the Lord to help you to forgive yourself. 
Is that the same with rejection as well? It's the same. It's the same. Rejection is is something that's going to happen. There's no way around. You know, that's a part of life. As long as you live in this world, you're going to have to deal with uh, rejection, shame, disappointment, failure. All of those things come to make you better. And what you need to do is you need to learn a lesson from them. You got to learn from them. It, it really teaches you what not to do if you pay attention to it. A lot of times we 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 constantly repeat it because we have not learned the lesson. And uh, most of our, uh, our our problems is that we've been there before, mm-hmm. you know. And that happens in life. It's a part of growing. You know, when you learn that lesson, you move on. It's just like being in school. You, you can't move to the next grade until you pass first grade. How do you allow yourself to heal through the rejection and shame? Healing. Healing is a process. Healing is basically up to you. It's all according to the hurt and who brought the hurt and where the pain existed. You know, some of us, we can shake it off. Others, it takes time. You know, um, I'm not one that goes to therapy because therapy is, is, is your Lord. It's my Lord. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I still suggest that, you know, if you can't overcome that, you know, and you need someone, please, please, there is help out there for you. And uh, you should have uh, someone that's uh, you can talk to. So besides God, who do you talk to? Who do I talk to? Mm-hmm. For your healing. For my your healing. words of wisdom. For my words of wisdom. That can nourish you and nourish who's like-minded. Like-minded. Well, I thank God that I, I do have a pastor. Thank God for my pastor. Uh, 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 a man of wisdom. My first lady. You know, an honorable woman. You know, my pastor does uh, R2R, Road uh, to Recovery, you know. And uh, recovery is just not for um, substance substance abuse. It's for, you know, you could be a, a person that lies a lot, a person that have anger issues, you know. Go from one relationship to, to the next. Else. So he does that. And then my, my uh, pastors, my first lady, she has a, a, a woman's ministry that we sit and we talk about the different issues that women are encountering, you know, family, children, you know, uh, the issues of life. So there are there is help out there for you. So I sit in on those type of uh Therapy, you know, uh, and and most of all, having my pastor, my first lady, I have men and women who are prayer warriors. Then I have my my daughters that's quietly, as quietly as it's kept. Really, they're official. You know, (laughs) uh, 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 
who uh, God has given good wisdom, good understanding, and logically, you know, speak in truth. Okay. All right. How do you let your light shine? You know, how do you keep yourself from trying to fit in? That's not a problem with me for fitting in. Because if you're a born-again Christian and I'm a born-again Christian, Mm -hmm. people don't want you to fit in. So that's that's not a problem. True. (laughs) They don't want you. So I don't have a problem fitting in because once I come in, you know, uh, sometimes the Spirit of the Lord in me convicts them for no reason. I don't have to say anything. I'm just in it because their mindset is, oh, she's probably going to talk about the Lord, you know. Um, Jesus said, no, I'm not going to do none of that. So you really make it easy for me not to fit in. You know, I can, I can respect you, you know, uh, your life. I don't have to accept what you do, but I do respect your lifestyle and your issues. So that's not a problem for me fitting in. The word of God keeps me from fitting in. You know, it shields me. It protects me. So I don't have a problem fitting that. Well, how do you let your light shine? Uh, By standing on the word of God. By not being intimidated by others who, uh, you know, have negative things to say about Christian. Knowing who I am in the Lord. You know, trust in him. You got you got to know who you are. You know, if God said uh, you are marvelous and you have been uh, made wonderful, you got to believe that because you have. God cannot lie. So knowing who you are in the Lord, that when God made you, he made you wonderful. And he made you a phenomenal woman. And for those who are not saved, that same thing applies to you. You got to know that when God made you, God created all men equally. So when he created you, he made you wonderful. The only thing separate us from God is sin. And as long as you live in this world, you are going to sin. Mm. You're you're, going to sin. In word, thought, or deed, there's no escaping it. You know, so I'm going to tell you, if you find a perfect church, don't join it because you'll mess it up. You know, it's like um, what Pastor Wayne says, got to see a black ant, a black ant on a black rock at midnight. <laughs> you're going to he's going to see you. So, OK. All right. How do you remain steadfast? How do I remain steadfast and unremovable? You know, that's a scripture. What's the scripture? Uh, Staying steadfast and unremovable in the Lord. Mm -hmm. In order to stay steadfast in the Lord, again, you have to study his word. You got to seek his face. You know, uh, you got to come before the Lord. You know, the Lord want us to come before him. His word tells us, he said, come, let us reason together. God want us to come to him. You know, he's calling us. He's knocking on the door and he tells us, cast all your cares upon me. He wants us to cast everything that we have on him because he's able to handle it. But so many times we don't want to do it. You know, we let uh, doubt and guilt separate us for our shame. 
we're back to shame, you know. Well, yeah, I don't want to do that because, you know, I only come to the Lord because I need something, you know. But have you thought, have you ever thought about is that uh, that's why the Lord allowed that need to draw you to him? Mm. Mm. That's good. You know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I only call on him, you know, because I, he's, he's, I don't want him to be thinking that I think he's, he's, uh, my Santa Claus, or he's my genie. No, no, that's not what he thinks. That's what the enemy wants you to think. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens to you or a situation that stops you in your track, that's God calling you. You know, every escape that you make, God is calling you. He said, come on, I'm here. I, I am here. Come to me. You know, I can help you. But a lot of times, that's not what we want to do. You know, we let guilt and shame kill us, bury us. Hey, good people. Stay tuned for part two with Conversations with My Mom. Check us out.